Welcome back to the Cordell and Cordell and Men's Divorce Podcast. I'm Scott Trout, Managing Partner and CEO of Cordell and Cordell. And we continue to bring you information for guys before, during, and after divorce and everything related to family law and in between. We've been doing that for the last 20 months and we'll continue to do so. And if you haven't yet subscribed, you want to subscribe to this podcast. We do it twice each week and you'll get notified of a new episode as we go. And for 10 to 15 minutes, we're just going to talk about spot issues. We know that, if, that uh, interest you and affect you. Perhaps you're in the middle of a case, thinking about it, or at the tail end, there's always something of interest. And I encourage you to check out our YouTube channel. It's full of our virtual town halls, as well as these podcasts. And if you don't know what I'm talking about in the virtual town hall, I encourage you to go to cordellcordell.com. Check more out. We have one coming up here in July. It's an opportunity to attend and listen to a panel of Cordell and Cordell attorneys. It is free, but you just have to register. You can log in and uh, register and make sure you can ask questions live and get answers right then and right there from the panel of Cordell and Cordell attorneys. So if you have questions, give us a call at 866-DADS-LAW or go to the website at cordellcordell.com. So today in our podcast, it's no different. Keep in mind, not attorney-client relationship. We just can't give you advice. We want to do that in an initial consultation. You can schedule those, as I always mention, by giving us a call at 866-DADS-LAW. So today, uh, we're joined from another one of our attorneys in Jacksonville, Florida. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for joining. And today, we're going to talk about a topic um, dealing with paternity actions and uh, oftentimes, that you know, yesterday we were talking about in our podcast how, as lawyers, we throw these words around and we just because we know them, and it's often misunderstood. What is a paternity and what is a child support proceeding? What does it mean? Some states say father-child relationship or establishment, or there's just all these different terms and what does it really mean? So we thought today, I thought it was a good idea to spend a little bit breaking it down, and the best place to start is. What are these two things? What do they mean? So guys know what we're talking about. Well, um, in Florida, um, a child support action, for instance, um, is where you, a father can establish, it can be, paternity can be established in a child support action if the parties are not married. And they'll also set a child support obligation um, from one party to the other. Whereas in a paternity action, when the parties are not married, um, this action will, will establish paternity, i.e., I, you know, are you the father of these children or child? Um, establish visitation, we call it time sharing here in Florida, along with child support. So in paternity actions, you can get all three, whereas in child support, you just get that one. Yeah, and it can be really confusing and maybe shocking is the word because I've met with a lot of guys who are not married and there's a child and I and I talk to them about, hey, you know, one can happen without the other. You could be served with a child support proceeding and have no rights whatsoever other than to be, and I know this is blunt, but you're an ATM machine. You're you're basically a money exactly. dispensary and that's it. That's all the rights you have, right? Exactly. Um, with child support, again, all you're, all you're establishing is an obligation, an obligation to support. Mom can still withhold. You have no decision-making authority. You don't have to be on um, the emergency contact, for instance, for school. All you are doing is establishing an obligation, a responsibility, and, and no rights. On the, the sworn child. affidavit that you're the father with no real genetic proof, at least in Missouri, uh, we can have a mom go and say, I'm the father, get a child support established. If I do nothing, 
to challenge, you know, that I am actually the biological father and you now are paying child support. And it's, and it's very shocking for guys and like, what, or what are you talking about now? I'm on the hook. The state is maybe instituted an action and, you know, mom gets free legal services. It's just a very difficult time to, to kind of get your mind around this process. It's, and then let's talk about having no rights. And when I mean no rights, if there's no paternity, there's, let's talk about that. What did no rights mean? No rights means if mom says you're not getting the child, you're not getting the child. If mom wants to, for instance, I've had a case where dad didn't want the child on like Ritalin and, you know, like behavioral um, medication. Dad had no say in it. Dad couldn't even pick up the child at school, couldn't be registered on the, on the daycare slip, no decision-making authority. And that's what it comes down to. If mom says you can, um, hey, come over, you can have the child for half the day, and she gets upset for some reason and decides, hey, I'm going to call the police and, and say I never gave you permission, the police officer is going to show up to your house and take the child. It doesn't matter that you say I'm the dad. You have no legal paperwork to prove that paternity or your rights have been established. Because again, in Florida, um, if you have a child out of wedlock, there's no rights there. Yeah. I mean, and it starts, I mean, it's, it, there's so many variables to consider. I've had met with guys who their girlfriend is pregnant and they want to do something now, which you can't until the birth of the child because you, you can't establish paternity. Um, and, they, and they say they're being denied access to you know, the birthing, to the doctor appointments. And it is rather, I mean, I'd say it's disturbing. I mean, you, let's say you want to be a part. I mean, that's the first key. You want to be a part of this child's life. And maybe mom wants you to be, but you get in an argument she can just ignore you without repercussion. I mean, honestly, you know, they can pick up and move and relocate to another state. I've had that without repercussion until you take the affirmative steps of filing a paternity action. And that is something where we talk about a lot about you know not sitting on your rights and, and doing that because there is that distinct difference between, and they are together and somewhat wrapped, but you can do one without the other Obviously, if you're a guy and you seek paternity, you would expect child support um, at some point to be part of that, right? Exactly. Um, like I said, like in paternity actions, you can have established um, child support, you establish your rights, responsibility, and a time-sharing plan or visitation plan. So like if mom, for instance, now goes ahead and says, um, you know, we have a legal paperwork that says dad gets every other weekend. And mom gets upset and says, hey, I don't want you to have our son or our daughter this weekend. It doesn't work that way. You have a legal binding document that you can call um, once you go and pick up the child from school or, or where, wherever. Um, you can call, you know, your local, um, you know, police or the authorities and say, hey, this is, this is the document. This is the final judgment that's giving me... Um, you know, timesharing this weekend. And the police are, you know, the officer will likely say, okay, mom, you don't have a choice. This is his weekend. He's going to, he's supposed to have his child. More so if you, you know, if mom is withholding, you can file a contempt action against her and you have repercussions because you've established those rights. And you've, um, in a paternity action, you can also ensure, you can also motion that we do a paternity test to ensure that this child is yours, which is, is key too, because you don't want to go 11, 12 years thinking one thing. And then, you know, it's heartbreaking on, on, my, on many levels for that to happen. 
Yeah, and the question always comes out, hey, I'm on the birth certificate. You know, she put my name on it as a father, aren't I the father? And, you know, that is a presumption. You know, it's Even, used yeah. as evidence. I and mean, there's such a thing called the putative father registry, too, where you can take action to list yourself as the father of this child to make sure that there's no other proceedings. And that's hugely important. And I encourage guys to, to research the putative father registry as well. But it is, it's shocking where I've had guys come in and be paying child support for years. And all of a sudden things go badly. There was never a court instituted finding of parentage. And now mom has either disappeared, stopped, you know, communicating, and they're just stunned that they have no rights. And so it is trying to get this word. So I thought this was a really interesting topic to get that out there that you really have to take action. And it doesn't have to be, you know, something that's litigated and high conflict and, you know, just establish it. And let's just set some ground rules for everyone. I always put it this way. You're not just trying to establish a schedule for you. The way you say it is, look, let's just get protect each other. You know, I can't leave. You can't leave. I can't deny you. You can't deny me. It's equal. You know, our rights, we're just setting them out. And that's always a good thing. Oh, yeah. And it's always I always tell my clients it's best to do it when, you know, earlier on in the relationship, um, once the, ch you know, when the child is first born, um, everybody seems to be getting along. Let's just iron out this detail. And it doesn't have to be contentious, like you said. We can just, you know, get the file the petition. We can do what we call a consent final in, in um, Florida or Jacksonville specifically. But you can come up with an agreement, and you guys are the masters of rearing your child together, which is yeah. what it's really ideally supposed to be. But again, you know, and there's serious consequences to not doing that. You can walk in here and say, "I want to put myself on child support," and we have to stop at the gate and say. Do you, no, you don't. You want to, you know, file a paternity action because child support carries serious consequences. Right. So, so talk about the child support because there's so many guys from all around the country listening and it's calculated in so many different variables, at least in Florida. Talk about how child support is calculated and established in, in Florida. Okay. So child support is calculated in Florida based on the combined incomes of the parties um, the expense of the child, daycare cost, healthcare, things like that, and then the number of overnights. And that I want to put a pin in that because that's very important. If you don't have any overnight um, time sharing established with the child, then you're going to get zero overnights or credits. Because the idea with that is when the child is with you, you're exerting funds, you're spending money. If you don't have a court order or some type of agreement certified by the court saying that you're going to get, you know, 146 overnights, which is pretty, you know, the standard, then you're going to be paying a lot more in child support. Yeah. Missouri has the same thing. We call it a line 11 adjustment. The more overnights, the better. And I think historically, and it is a challenge for paternity cases, I think it's more difficult to get more time when you're not married. And it's just this kind of unconscious bias that sits around in the, in the, on the bench where you're like, well, you know, and I tend to see courts being more restrictive on uh, younger, you know, what we call an infant schedule. Um, and it's just, a, it's a challenge, but you really need to set that standard, try to get as much time as you can. And, and it's not necessarily financially driven, but the theory being is the more time you have, the more expenses you have. So you just need to make sure you're you're doing that. That's so, so important. And just yesterday in our podcast or our last podcast, we talked about legal custody 
And that's so equally important and more important maybe even for paternity cases where you just really outline, and I'm curious your thoughts, on the rights to make decisions, the major healthcare, education, and welfare decisions for the child. And that's just, I think, so important for paternity cases. Yes, and that's one of the you know rights um, that we establish in paternity cases. But in Florida, for instance, um, well, in Jacksonville, I want to say in Jacksonville in particular, we have guidelines. Um, so there's a presumption of, because um, I think the courts are trying to, to get away from that bias that we've had in the past, right? So um, in, in Florida, we have 146, over, in, in Jacksonville, we have 146 overnights, which calculates out to about um, every other weekend and one night per week, which is meaningful contact. Um, with the child, but with the rights, it's we usually generally do um, shared parental rights and responsibility, which is equal decision making authority. Um, so you guys, the parents confer and they make um, decisions on the child. Now, if the parties cannot agree when it comes to, for instance, education or health and things like that, we can ask and request in our petition um, ultimate decision making authority if the parties cannot agree. You know, so if we've reached an impasse and a decision has to be made, you can petition for that. So as we get close to kind of the end of our topic, the one thing I think a word of caution is to do your part uh, as a dad. And that is sometimes you're thinking, I don't want to pay the child support. I'm not going to pay the child support. Uh, but there are consequences that if you don't pay, um, things that what we call the, you know, there's a look back period, at least in Missouri, if you're not paying, where the courts can look back at birthing expenses and cost of, you know, then hit you with a big lump sum. But more importantly, there's contempt, you can lose your license, you can get your tax return intercepted, all these consequences. Yes, and same thing in Florida. Um, we have a look back period of 24 months from the date of filing. So you're on the hook, um, say the court, you know, say the Department of Revenue takes an action against you. Because if mom files for um, any need-based request, they can take an action against you too. They can look back up to 24 months um, from the date of filing the petition. Um, so, I mean, and that turns, that gets added to the child support going forward. So the child could be 18 and you're still paying child support because you still have an arrears. Yeah. And I think it's important to emphasize, look, it, it's about having a consultation with an attorney to, to develop a strategy. Maybe you don't want to move forward now, but let's put yourself in a really good position. That is, let's let's determine what you can and should pay, at least pay something. Let's keep good records of the kind of time overnights that you're getting so that when you do proceed, uh, you have a good, you know, a historical schedule. And it's not he said, she said, it's, you know, recollection recorded and, you know, it's contemporaneous with what's going on. But I think that's just just know your rights and know what you're giving up by not proceeding now. And that's just hugely important. So thanks for joining today. Great topic. Really good information. Just emphasizes the need to hire an attorney that just practices exclusive in domestic relations. So thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. So topics just like this, keep tuning in. If you subscribe, you know, whether it's Apple iTunes or otherwise, you'll get alerted every time we drop a new podcast. Great stuff. Take 10 minutes of your day have a listen. You're going to find a topic that interests you, that applies to you, kind of put yourselves in the shoes of, of us. And as we're describing this, it's uh, very informative and educational. We want you to use this 
to spur questions and conversations with an attorney, as I said, who practices exclusively in this area, like we do at Cordell and Cordell. Check us out on the website, cordellcordell.com. Again, check out our YouTube channel. More importantly, check out the virtual town hall coming up in July. It's going to be great. It's the five things guys must consider when facing divorce. It's kind of a takeoff on our 10 stupidest mistakes guys face when or make when facing divorce. So we want to give you some proactive steps. It's free. You just got to register and you can get your questions answered by the panel of Cordell and Cordell attorneys. Give us a call, 866-DADS-LAW. Until next time, have a great week.